What is an embassy for? It is the proud face which one country shows to another, the port in the storm for the worried traveller far from home, the venue for cocktail parties, banquets, concerts that help sell a nation's wares. At least it should be. Never before have embassies been so unloved. Budgets have been cut, buildings sold off, sales of Ferrero Rocher have slumped. Yet in Rome, a sense of that almost lost tradition, a feeling for what diplomacy should look like, still very much exists. Here, embassies are still palazzos. They are fit for kings, even popes. The Palazzo Pamphili was built in the 17th century for Pope Innocent X. Three centuries later, this Baroque palace was rented by Brazil and, in the 1960s, became its permanent home in Rome. Art, architecture and diplomacy are very much linked. Art and architecture are a way of expressing visions and culture, but also values. When the palace was built by the Pope, it was, uh, it was trying to project an image of magnificence and power to the people at that time. Uh, but when uh, Brazil decided to build Brasilia, uh, it was also to uh, show the importance of modernity and development, industrialization, and new design uh, in our own culture. So it's, uh, it's part of what we call the soft power of a nation. And uh, Italy and Brazil are two countries which have been relying a lot on this uh, kind of, uh, of soft power. For the Brazilians, there is a balance to strike between the modern and the traditional, between the Brazilian and the Italian. This is no Niemeyer, but that image of a new Brazil is here in two ways. The Sergio Rodriguez furniture, designed specifically for this embassy, and then the care with which a succession of ambassadors have taken in looking after a Roman jewel, a sign that this is a country that can be trusted. I think that uh, the Brazilians are very proud of the fact that they see our flag uh, here in the, one of the most famous squares in the world, the Piazza Navona, um, and because of this patrimony that we have. And I think that Italians too can be very proud of the fact that we have restored and preserved one of the gems. Uh, so it, I think it's important for both, both countries. It is striking that the two nations with the most beautiful embassies in Rome both talk of the importance of partnership. For France, the Palazzo Farnese, also built with a Pope in mind, is a reflection of the historic nature of the Franco-Italian relationship. France and Italy have long-standing relations. And for the unity of the country, unity of Italy, France played a big, big part, helping the Prime Minister of the time, Mr Cavour, to reunite Italy, so in 1861, and then Rome became the capital in 1870. And in that time, the relation between France and Italy has been, have been tremendous, and Italy is still today the second economic partner for France. France is the second economic partner for Italy, Italy is the second economic partner for France, so that's quite important for us.
Partially designed by Michelangelo and constructed over the course of 76 years in the 16th century, the Palazzo Farnese is an incongruous venue for business breakfasts and trade conferences. The white stone steps leading up to the Hercules Room on the first floor are deep yet short, built that way to enable visiting noblemen to ride their horses up the stairs. I consider that this palace is one of the most beautiful embassies in the world. And, and for me, it shows very much how France respects Italy, respects Italy, respects the link with Italy, the importance, historical, cultural, economical importance of Italy to France and of France to Italy. And I think the Italians understand that very well. And it's a quintessence of the art of the Renaissance, but at the same time, every day, we have conferences or discussions or meetings on the most modern subjects. So it's very much roots in the best part of history of art, and at the same time, very modern discussion within these beautiful walls and frescoes. Not every embassy can be designed by one of the world's greatest ever architects, nor can they all be filled with frescoes and sculptures that would grace any art gallery. But the respect for tradition, the nod to the modern, the combination of the best of one's own country and that of their host, all those can be achieved if, of course, a nation is prepared to invest. In Italy, the, the, in, in all the schools, you still study history of art and you still study Latin uh, or, or sometimes Greek. So the link with the past is quite important, but at the same time, Italy is a very modern country. Italy is the second industry in Europe. Uh, so, uh, but they have their roots in their history and they are very proud of this history. And for a country like France, who is welcomed very much as a friend, as a cousin, as a uh, in Italy, uh, uh, showing respect for the history, for the exceptional uh, history of art in Italy, I think it's quite a, quite a plus. Embassies should be palaces. They are the face of a nation, corners of a foreign field which tell us who you are. Nations rich in culture, money and talent should not be afraid of a little showing off. In Rome, for Monocle, I'm Steve Bloomfield.